What's up, guys? Welcome to the American Sports Podcast. It's Sam here today with Cooper and Matt. It's been a minute since we recorded, probably like two months. I think our last pod was about the draft, probably. That was a long, long time ago. But yeah, we took a pretty substantial break from like podcasts, blogs even. I'm back with that, though, with fantasy stuff. And uh, today, as you probably already read in the title, we're going to be talking about fantasy football. Just lots of either-ors, you know, who would you rather take. We're going to be ranking some guys. We're going to be doing sleepers, bus, breakouts, all types of good stuff. And um, I think most of the takes will be based on PPR scoring because that's what our league is based on. If you don't do PPR, you're an absolute scrub. Um, <laughs> that's that's basically what most people do at some point. Remember the standard days back in the league? Yes. I was that was definitely worse. <laughs> so yeah, basically I'm just gonna go through this list of either ors and rankings. I'm gonna give my take and basically Cooper and Matt will react. And uh, you know, so it goes kinda quick. We'll uh do it in that format. Maybe we'll add some to the list once we go through. We'll start with my first one. My first one's actually uh tight end related. And uh that's would you rather take Darren Waller or George Kittle? And uh, both are very solid. Kittle faced a lot of injuries last year, missed some time. And uh, Waller performed very, very, very well. So, I mean, I'm going to take Darren Waller here. I think he's going to have a very high volume because he's the top dog for the Raiders. I think game flow is going to – I think they're going to be down in games a lot. They're going to be passing the ball a lot. And I think Waller is going to get a ton of receptions. Um, Kittle's great, obviously, but – just kind of a volume thing. Like, if you put Kittle on the Raiders, I think he'd definitely produce more. But I really like Darren Waller this year. It's, it's just about neck and neck, though. You can't really go wrong. A lot of them are going to go pretty high this year, higher than, like, ESPN will have them ranked. But, uh, yeah, what do you got? What, what do you guys say to that? I would agree with that. Um, I personally I, – they're both – you're right. They're neck and neck. Uh, I do pr- – I like Waller better. Uh, I'll disagree. I like George Kittle. I think he's a safety blanket for Jimmy G because he sucks. <laughs> I like George Kittle. Yeah, but we don't know if Jimmy G is going to be the quarterback yeah. for much longer. That's another thing. That is thing. true. That's another that thing. That is true. Yeah, okay. there could Maybe. be new chemistry has to be developed. But, I mean, you can't go wrong with George Kittle. I mean, he dropped like a 40 bomb for me last year. He's just – what he does after the catch, just most tight ends cannot do. Most people can't do in general. So, I mean – I'd also be worried – Injuries for Kittle too. That's, That's true. true. That is true. But I mean, Waller has wasn't consistent in terms of playing before yeah. like three years ago. So I mean, Kittle's been, I think, a high ranking guy for longer. But I think Waller's just a, he's just such a fluid receiver. You know, like he could play receiver and not bad and high probably. Yeah. So yeah, we got two to one there for uh, in favor of Darren Waller. The next one is Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams. You know, this is kind of a tough one to evaluate at this point because we don't know if Aaron Rodgers will be back yet. But uh, I'm going to take Devontae Adams regardless because there's always a chance A-Rod comes back, although I'm not going to bank on that. But even so, Jordan Love has... He seems like a capable quarterback based on everything you hear from camp. You know, Devontae is still their really only viable weapon. And I think, I mean, I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot more getting down in games if Jordan Love is at the helm and not Aaron Rodgers. 
And on top of that, Adams isn't a contract year, so I mean he's going to want to put up the biggest numbers that he possibly can. You know, who knows if he's going to stay in Green Bay, but you know he's going to want to be producing to the best of his ability to get some money. So that's always the biggest motivator in the NFL for these players because nothing's really guaranteed until you sign that paycheck. So yeah, I think. I would take Devontae Adams regardless. I really love Reek, though. His touchdown rate last year was incredible. Just felt like every week he was scoring one or two touchdowns, which is great to have. Can't go wrong again, but I'd take Adams. Um, On a normal year, I'd agree with you, but just that these two guys are probably all – they're both in the top three easily. Um, I would – just because of that, I feel like you can't really – go wrong with either but the uncertainty with Aaron Rodgers that I mean you, and you can't go wrong with the Chiefs offense so I, I'd go Tyreek at the moment I'd take Tyreek too if A-Rod <laughs> were guaranteed to play I'd be taking Adams but yeah. I'd rather have Tyreek with Patty Mahomes for 16 weeks than Adams with Rodgers for 8 weeks so yeah. I'll take Hill if we're drafting right now I'll take Hill that Rodgers situation is very interesting though yeah. because you know, it'll just be interesting to see what happens there because it'll impact so much in the fantasy world, the real football world. But, uh, no, I'm still taking Adams no matter what. So next we have another receiver one, Stefan Diggs or DeAndre Hopkins. You know, most people would go with Stefan right now. Um, this is really neck and neck for me. I think they're going to yeah. get the yes. same amount of receptions just about. Uh, Diggs had the edge in touchdowns last year, though, and I'm not sure that's going to continue, though, because D-Hop is just such a great red zone threat with his hands, his contested catchability. Um, but I I'm, I'm definitely have to go with Stefan Diggs, I think. I just think the connection with Josh Allen was there from the beginning. I think the connection should only be better with another year. I mean, they didn't get, even get a full offseason to work with each other with COVID and all that type of stuff. So getting a full off season, I I think I don't see how it can be worse in Buffalo for them. Same thing with D Hop though. I mean, again, you can't really go wrong with either of these guys. They're both studs. So uh, what would you guys say to that? Um, that one's definitely real tough for me. Um, I think I'd go with D Hop just because we know what he could do. Uh, a couple years ago, he was the number one fantasy wide receiver and I think obviously once you move to a new team you're, you're not necessarily going to guarantee that but I think he's going to take a step forward from what he did last year I like him better as a receiver and that's why I'll just go with him when these guys are both neck and neck uh, I'm going to go Diggs I think the Cardinals also added more people in the offseason I know AJ Green won't be huge but they added AJ true. Green and Rondell Moore I think Diggs might get a couple more receptions him and Allen will just better their connection I'm going to go with Diggs. That is a good point. Um, yeah, so two to one there in favor of Diggs. Next, we've got Alvin Kamara or Saquon Barkley. Both Alvin's have... Alvin's a Barkley. Bro, I'm not editing that out. You're going to be embarrassed when you hear that like 10 years later. <laughs> Anyhow, both Saquon and Kamara, they have both... They both have, like, big, you know, things you could say that would detract from their fantasy value. Saquon being coming off torn ACL, just injury history in general. 
Kamara being new quarterback situation. And I would still go with Saquon Barkley. I mean, I think workload is the biggest thing in terms of fantasy, and we don't know anything uh, about what Kamara is going to look like this next year. If Jameis Winston was guaranteed to be the quarterback in New Orleans, I would consider taking Kamara, but he's not. I could see Taysom Hill starting a few games next year, thus taking Kamara's value way, way down during those games. So I'm going to go with Saquon even coming off the 20 ACL. You know, he's got a lot to prove after having basically one and a half seasons gone from his career. That being, he missed like half of 2019 and all of 2020. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Saquon there. Um, I agree with you on the Jamie's thing. If Jamie's is starting, then uh, Alvin, I take him over Saquon just because where they're being valued at. I And Saquon, obviously, he hasn't been playing. I That's definitely big for me uh that kind of pushed me off from him and being ppr um uh and if jamie's is this is given jamie's the quarterback which it's not but if he is in a ppr league i take alvin um but if it's Taysom hill obviously that, none of that is i'd dude. rather have alvin Kamara be the quarterback than Taysom hill's <laughs> bum ass <laughs> Just run wildcat all game. Exactly. I think I think I agree with Sam. I think I'd rather have Saquon right now because Taysom Hill might be the quarterback, and I think that would be horrible. He also runs more than Winston would, so he'll take away a couple of touches. But if if Saquon if Saquon could stay healthy, I would take Saquon. I think their own line also got better from letting him have what like six yards the entire game when he played against Pittsburgh, whatever it was. So mm, I think I'd rather yeah. have Saquon at what, this moment. What's Saquon's ADP right now? It is. It's the fifth. It's fifth. The fifth? So okay. it's that's that's at the fifth. That's, I don't know if that combines like both standard and PPR though. But okay, that's nevertheless, Camaras is higher. Yeah. Than, uh, or lower than. Uh, his, his ADP is lower. It's like I feel like five is kind of low. Yeah, I feel like five is kind of low, but I feel like that's fair. At that point, I if I was sitting at the five and Saquon's still available, I would. Oh yeah. I, his I, ADP is like five point one. Camaras is like four point six. I feel like say. that probably does factor in standard. It definitely does factor in standard. I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. ESPN, uh, most people do PPR at this point anyway. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know, honestly, but I think most people are taking Kamara anyway, which surprises me. I think yeah, Saquon, I'm surprised at that too. I think Saquon should be the pick. But um, yeah. finally, we've got Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. I think this probably will be the one we agree on most. You know, I mean, just the top two quarterbacks, so I thought I'd put them in here. But I think it's Patrick Mahomes pretty easy here. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen could be due for a little bit of regression this year. Maybe. I mean, he just was so monster last year. Probably pretty hard to follow that up. Unless your name is Patrick Mahomes, then it's very easy to follow anything up. Um, So, yeah, I would definitely take Patrick Mahomes because he's Patrick Mahomes. And that's all I need to say. Yeah, we're in complete agreement on that. It's it's a no-brainer for me. I agree. That just about does it for the either-or part. We're doing ranking now, so we're actually whipping through this pretty quick, so I might honestly uh, add some as we go along or add some players to these rankings. But we've got a quarterback one, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and Dak Prescott, and I'm going to rank those guys, and then we'll have some reactions I'm going to be a little bit controversial, I think, compared to those guys because I have Lamar Jackson first out of those guys, oh, I think. He's due for a big, big 
better season than 2020. They added Rashad Bateman and Sammy Watkins to that Baltimore offense, so he's got more receivers, uh, more potential to improve his game in that area. I think running the ball, he should be a lot better. Last year was kind of a down year because of COVID. I mean, we saw how that affected a lot of players. And he also he dealt with some type of injury. I don't remember yeah, exactly what. Yeah, the end of <laughs> That, no. <it> <laughs> OBJ snuck behind the scenes and ate it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is gross. But anyhow, <laughs> I think Jackson's in for a big year. <laughs> oh. Okay. Where do you put Dak? Dak is last. I have Kyler second. So, I mean, Kyler's just a, a really good runner. He did actually say he wants to run less this year, rely on his arm more. Uh, nevertheless, I mean, it's, it's still good. I mean, it's an air raid offense. So, I mean, he's going to be throwing the ball a lot, producing that way at least. And uh, he'll also be able to scramble, so that's that's good. And then Dak coming last, I think he'll be good. Just might start off a little bit slow, coming off that fractured ankle, but eventually he'll be throwing it like he was last year probably. And that's just how I would rank those guys. I like Lamar more than most analysts this year, I think, though. So, what about you guys? Yeah, I... I'm agree. I'm agreeing with you on Dak just because of the injury. If he wasn't injured, I honestly would be hard-pressed not to put him at the top of that list. Um, yeah. Kyler, I think, for me, would be at the top of that list just because um, they're similar guys, but I think Lamar, they're starting, they've figured out how to they're, – they're ready for him to run at this point. Um, Did you say Kyler and Lamar are similar? Yeah, well, for I fantasy. Mean, uh, yeah, for production. fantasy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not in their style. Of yeah, not in their style. Yeah. For fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mobile quarterbacks. Uh, they, and and then I look at Kyler and I think that the offense is, he's got more weapons on there and I think he's gonna be more of a threat. But it's close. Yeah, he was like quarterback one through the first, like ten weeks or so. Then he hurt his shoulder, yeah. went downhill from there. So I mean, injuries are a little bit of a concern for him. I think just because he's so <clears> small. Yeah, <laughs> just tossed a little, tossed around a little bit. Uh, yeah, Cooper Cooper gets tossed around in lacrosse games a lot. Leaves <laughs> leaves games hurt all the time. So I, I mean, left it once. <laughs> once the one the one game we went to, or yes. one of the games. <laughs> the old Saber game. Yes. Yes, that was it. Okay. Old Saber. <laughs> I agree with Sam's rankings. Actually, I think I would keep Dak last for sure. Least mobile of all of them, and I agree. Lamar and Kyler also get a lot of rushing touchdowns, where Dak doesn't really get that as much. I know he's a pretty good thrower, but he doesn't get the running points that the other two do. And I'd keep Lamar at one as well. I think he probably runs at a higher volume than Kyler does. I think with a couple more weapons and not get closer to the microphone. You're so Sorry. far away. Sorry. <laughs> with a couple more weapons. <laughs> With a couple more weapons and not just Hollywood Brown dropping every pass, I think I'll take Lamar at one. I like it. I like that. I like that. So next, we've got a ru- uh, running back one. It's going to be all second-year running backs. Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, rank them. And I'm going to change that order a little bit. I'm going to go Cam Akers first, then Antonio Gibson second, DeAndre Swift third. 
it's close between Akers and Gibson for me. But I think, I mean, Sean McVay has fed his running backs in the past. You saw how Todd Gurley was fantasy's top running back for a good few years there. I think Akers could get a similar workload. Uh, it's just a little bit of a concern whether he'll uh, catch the ball or not. He only had 11 receptions last year, so that's a little bit worrisome. But running the ball, he should be very effective. And I expect him to get somewhere from 40 to 50 receptions, maybe. Somewhere, somewhere in that range. If he gets into that range, he'll safely be a top 15 running back, probably even higher. So, Akers number one. Gibson, all reports are saying he's going to have a breakout year. Ron Rivera has fed running backs in the past, Christian McCaffrey. And he's Gibson's just about as versatile as McCaffrey, honestly. He was a college receiver, so he's going to have those skills in his bag. And I think he's going to be another breakout just under Akers, though, because I just don't think he'll be as effective running the ball. Then I have DeAndre Swift there. He's probably going to get the most receptions out of that bunch. Reports are saying that he's going to be in the slot a lot. And, I mean, makes sense. The Lions don't have any good wide receivers. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson looks like their best receiver right now, and he's a tight end. So, so, yeah, I think Swift will get a lot of catches. I don't really know what his workload is going to be like on the ground, though. I think Jamal Williams will take a lot of snaps as well because he's – He's kind of a similar style running back, uh, like a change of pace type of guy, receives the ball well. So I think he'll detract a little bit. In terms of talent, though, Swift might be the best guy here. I just don't know how many touches he's going to get, and that worries me a little bit more than Akers or Gibson. Still worth an RB2 slot, though. What do you guys think? I completely agree with that list. Um, I'd put Cam Akers up at the top, just the safety of that workload. And I, I love all three of these guys, um, but I, I would agree with you. I I would switch Gibson and Akers mm. and leave Swift, Swift at three. Gibson had an insane run last year. Oh no, I played you destroyed me. <laughs> he had an insane run last year, and I don't think I don't have any reason to think that it's going to stop, especially with boy Jay McKissick though. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The, the he had eighty receptions last year. Yeah, that's what I was. The receptions. Gibson aren't, played played a lot more. Gibson still, still had thirty six. He still put up with JD. That, I had JD on my team. I Gibson still had like three JD per game. So I, that was well, nah, not that much. Like two and a half probably. I don't know. For still. me, that's why I'd put Cam Akers at the top there because I think yeah. he has the potential to catch passes and have a workload. Um, the other three guys, it's iffy on one or the other. Yeah. Akers definitely is the best. He, he was great in the playoffs last yes. year. Upside. Awesome. So, I mean, and Malcolm Brown is gone, who's the Rams' goal line back. So, yeah. Akers That's will probably get a yeah. lot of goal line touches as well. So, yeah, I like Cam Akers for sure. But uh, we done talking about Gibson Akers and stuff? Yeah. All right, sounds good. We'll move right along then. We've got some receivers next. We've got four to rank. We have Allen Robinson. Justin Jefferson, Terry McLaurin, and Keenan Allen. So I'm going to go Keenan Allen, number one. Allen Robinson, number two. <clears throat> Justin Jefferson, number three. Terry McLaurin, number four. And that's it's all pretty tight. I think Keenan Allen is being underrated by a lot of people right now. I think he's very easily the Chargers' top receiver. 
Chargers lost Hunter Henry, remember? So they're going to have to get those receptions from somewhere else. And I think Keenan will make up some of that. And he had 100 receptions last year in like 14 games or so. And I think he missed half of one too. So I think he's going to get a lot of receptions. I think he's going to be have even more chemistry with Justin Herbert. And I think he's going to be a steal. And if you get him in the 30s, he's an absolute steal for me. Then I have Allen Robinson. In terms of pure talent, he's probably top five receiver in the league. He's just never had the quarterbacks. This year, he has better quarterbacking, though. Andy Dalton, he's not bad. He he did give the Cowboys receivers some production last year. Like, C.D. Lamb saw some good games. So, with Allen Robinson being their clear top dog, I think Dalton will be an upgrade over fourth quarter Mitch, MVP Mitch, and Nick <laughs> Foles. And... Um, <laughs> And also, Justin Fields, I, I might have mentioned him already, but Justin Fields will probably take over at some point, and he should be even better than Dalton. So I think A-Rob will be very good this year. Third, Justin Jefferson. He had a monster rookie year. Can he follow that up with, I mean, I think he had like 1,400 yards. That's kind of tough to follow up in your sophomore campaign. I still think he'll be very good, though. Finally, Terry McLaurin. This is kind of tough to rank him low because I really yeah. like him too. Uh, he'll have better quarterback play with Ryan Fitzpatrick there. Easily the top dog. Uh, I just think the other three guys are absolute studs. So that's my list. I I'm, I completely agree with that. Uh, Keenan Allen's my guy. Love him. Love him. Um, it's, it's tough. I was sitting here thinking if I should agree with Terry McLaurin, I love him too. But when... I mean, I just can't put him above any of the other guys, I would agree. I completely agree with his rankings. <laughs> Allen, I do I think you're probably I think he's probably the best talent player, but with Andy Dalton and then a rookie, I think Justin Fields is gonna be really good, but I don't think he has as good of quarterback play as Justin Herbert or Keenan does. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's really fair to put Terry McLaurin in there because I just think yeah, the three guys are just at kind of a different level than Terry is. Yeah, but he hasn't proven he's, he's himself to be he's that level. Good. Yeah, he's gonna. But I don't think he's quite on the level of the other guys. Yeah, so. yeah, low end right. wide receiver one probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in yeah. my I love team leagues. Yeah. So we got finally a tight end ranking: T.J. Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts, and Mark Andrews. I would rank them just like that. I think Hog uh, Hawkinson is going to be the Lions' top receiver. Jared Gow. Goff, bro. I'm I'm slipping up here with the tight ends. But Jared Goff doesn't typically target his tight ends. He didn't really do it too much with the Rams, but he's going to have to this year because the Lions just don't have any good wide receivers, plain and simple. So, I mean, unless he wants to be thrown to Quintez Cephas eight times a game, he's going to be thrown to TJ Hawkinson. So, I think Hawkinson's going to get a lot of targets. I think he's very talented as well. So, I think talent meets workload there gets him probably a top five tight end slot then I have Kyle Pitts the rookie some may say the best tight end prospect the NFL has ever seen I would tend to agree honestly and he looks like the number two option in a pass happy Falcons offense you know their defense still isn't great so they're probably gonna have to be passing the ball a lot although their new head coach Arthur Smith more of a run first guy I don't think that matters, honestly. I think game flow is going to have to force them to be passing the pits, especially in the red zone. Huh? Am I tripping, or do the, do the Falcons have a good running back? 
They have Mike Davis. They yeah. signed Mike Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he looks like a sleeper. Yeah, he's good, yeah. He has massive thighs. He's massive quads, bro. Yeah, you I seen those pictures? Yeah. Literally insane. Yeah. Bro, yeah. This, <laughs> I'm just appreciating There's also greatness. a video of... Oh, wait, no, never mind. Wrong guy. Never mind. Guys who like okay. thighs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big, big thigh guy. But uh, anyhow, it's... <laughs> I like him. Mark Andrews. Not bad either. Tight end one. Just not on Pitts or Hawkinson's level in my mind. I would agree with that. Uh, I'd have him in that order too, but uh, I just want to give a shout-out. I want to take this time to give a shout-out to my guy, Tyler Higby. Uh, mm. I think he's going to do, going to have a great year this year. Every year. Matt bro. Stafford. <laughs> Matt Stafford's going to take care of That's the tight true. ends. Gerald um, Everett left. Yes, and Gerald Everett's gone. And I liked him before with Gerald Everett there, but I'm just going to – I'll leave it at that. Yeah. There are a lot of good sleeper tight ends. Though. Dallas Goddard, Noah yeah. Fant as well. Yeah. Noah Fant, Tanya. also my guy, had him this year. Yeah. No matter what you do, don't pick Zach Ertz. Okay, we, we can agree on that, yeah. Facts. I'd, uh, I would switch Pitts and... Uh, who was your first guy? Hawkinson. Thank you. I would you want Pitts, Pitts tight end four? Yeah, I would. Yes. Wow. I wouldn't, put him, I wouldn't put him there yet, but... Yeah. He's got that potential, though. You could though. plug him in at receiver, and he would be a great Arkansas was very consistent last year. He scored like I, 10 to 16 points every single week. Yeah. Besides the championship, then oh, decided to Guys, suck. You, I can't believe you let me pick up tight end three off of waivers. Ugh. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But then <laughs> I wasn't laughing when Connor got George Kittle off waivers <laughs> and he came back. Dude, that, that was, was such... Just, my team oh, just fell apart. That was bull. Was so sad. Next, this <laughs> year so we're going to have two-week... Championship though, so it'll be okay. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of weird though because ESPN doesn't let you. I haven't talked to you guys about this, oh, but yeah, we'll talk but about it on recording. But ESPN doesn't let you do uh, different numbered weeks for for the playoffs. We can just an FYI, FYI for you guys listening. Don't let ESPN screw you over. So we're gonna have to count that week eighteen by ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, but we'll see what happens there. That's all the rankings I have. You know, I think until the thirty minute mark, we'll just do other ones. You guys take AJ Brown or Julio Jones higher since they're on the same team. Oh, oh we were just talking. Yeah, we were about we were just shit. talking about this, and yeah. I think AJ Brown. We said I think I AJ think it Brown comes down to AJ Brown's having more touchdowns and Julio having more receptions. That's how I think it'll split. But I yeah. don't. It's really really tough to pick one over the other. I'm gonna take Julio, but he's a Julio guy player. though. With that. Uh, yeah. I like Julio. I'd go with Brown. I think that's what I was gonna been, say. He's been great on so few touches. Like his rookie year, at twenty yards per reception. Like, yeah, he just makes giant plays out of nothing. So, and there's, I mean, the, it's gonna, that's gonna, they're, that team's gonna be fun to watch. Oh yeah, and also Julio's an injury risk. Although I yeah. think AJ's actually had some injuries. There. Yeah, he I, plays through them though. So he does. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it'd just be AJ, just because I think he's gonna get more touchdowns. Mm. So uh, we rocking with Amari Cooper this year. <laughs> <laughs> I am rocking. I am rocking with him. I'm rocking yeah. with him. Yes, I am. I'm really. I'm also a Dak guy, so I'm really hoping uh, a yeah. Dak is a healthy Dak and a, a healthy yeah. Cooper are very yeah. good. Uh, I hate Lamb. the Cowboys though. I'm rocking with CD. I love yeah. CD. Lamb. I'm I think a big both, CD guy. I think they're both gonna be good this year. I think year. they could both reach. O- I'm just over really a thousand yards. I'm just hoping Dak is healthy and yeah, yeah. It's better for everyone when he's healthy. Would you guys put DK over the four guys that four wide receivers we ranked before? Because um, I would. I would put him over all four of them. Yeah. I think he's better than Keenan. I, I, I. I put him. I right, think I'd put him. I'd put him in over, front of. You'd go. I put him over 
Everyone but Keenan Allen. Okay. Okay. I'd put him over. I'd only put him over Terry McLaurin. You wouldn't put him over Terry McLaurin? No, I no, would. Said everyone oh, you but. would. Oh, okay. everyone but Terry. Wait, what? You'd put everyone but Terry over him? No. No. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, yes. wait. It'd be Terry, then DK, then everyone Thank else. you. Okay. Thank you. At the No, I started from the five. Five is Terry, four is oh, DK. Yeah, okay. DK, and then everyone. Sorry, that was so hard. Yeah, that makes no sense, the way you did that. Yeah, yeah. He, I, he's dumb! <laughs> I was trying, man. I got oh, confused. <laughs> In terms of running backs, Jonathan Taylor or Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb. Uh, I'll go Nick Chubb too. Or I want Taylor. I that's I I want to bite my tongue on that too. But Nick Chubb's yard per carry is so ridiculous. If they would let Taylor's that's like five go. too. Like hmm? I think Chubb's was five point six and Taylor's was five point one or something like that. And if they would let Kareem but Hunt go, Nick Chubb can catch the ball. I'm a good pass catch. I know they I know. Yeah, no, he, I'm a he Hunt was guy a top too, five though. RB like the first half of 2019. Yeah. And then Hunt yeah. came in, numbers dipped. That's I. That's I'm a Hunt guy. I had him. You all know how pro- it worked out for me really well Nick at Chubb the beginning gets, of the year. If Nick Chubb gets red zone targets, then he's disgusting. That's if what he I was going to say. If get a touchdown though, then he only gets like ten points, exactly. maybe ten to twelve, which sucks. It's it's but hard though because I love Chubb. Kareem was stand. stealing some uh, touchdowns, and Stick I want to special teams. You bum. <laughs> He's got a great leg, man. <laughs> 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 All right, Aaron Jones or Austin Eckler? I want Eckler. Yeah, Eckler. Definitely, Eckler fan. definitely. I've never really been an Aaron Jones guy. I've Jones right behind him though, because Jamal Williams is gone. Yeah. Yeah. More receptions out of the backfield for that man. Who did uh, Jamal sign with again? Lions. Well, That's why DeAndre Swift is low on my list. Yeah, RB but... 15. I think DeAndre Swift could end up benefiting from it a little bit. Benefiting from it? Yeah. So? I think that he's going to... I don't think he's necessarily ready to step into that role. He, he just got a concussion. He did concussion. drop that one catch. He, he did <laughs> drop that one catch. But I think as long as they... if. Obviously, it can go either way if they still give him enough of a workload um, and enough catches. I think that he he's going to be just fine. No, with running backs having another running back in the running back room, not. I know good. it's 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 with tough. Receivers, you can say, oh, no. draw coverage yeah. off of them. But I mean, you're not going to play two running backs on the field, so it's not like the I just only worry about two running back duo was uh. Uh, Kamara and Ingram. They both had like ago. over yeah. a thousand yards. They were insane. They were now Ingram's a bum. I had Kamara in 2017, yeah. and he carried me to the semis, even though my team was dog water. Booty. Yeah. Were you even in the league? That were, you were in the league the first year, right? 2017. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Was that with? Uh, that was when Matt won't beat Andrew Persco. Yeah. 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 That Shit was that year. Yeah. I made it to yeah. semis, yep. I think, on Kamara's legs. Yeah, we're at the 30-minute mark, though, so we're going to get to our sleeper bust breakout for each position. So I am going to start with quarterbacks. I think Well, we'll just go down the line, sleeper bust breakout. We'll each do quarterback position, that running back, so on and so forth. My sleeper for quarterbacks is Matt Stafford. I think he doesn't get enough respect. I think he's in a much more QB-friendly offense now. And I could see 300 yards, three touchdowns every single game, really. And I think that's what that equates to 24 points. 
That's that's a lot of points. I like points. <laughs> so <laughs> I like lots of points. And so thighs. I think, he likes yes, thighs. yes. Points and thighs. <laughs> Must haves. My bust I haven't really thought about bust too much. I've all I've done my sleepers of breakouts. I don't know. I might go I might go I go Jalen Hurts here, honestly. I don't think his job is very secure. Only threw like fifty percent completion last year. I think it was fifty-two percent all in all, which is terrible. So I mean, he runs the ball well, but I'm just not banking on him this year. He's got a lot of potential. Uh, he was my Heisman pick actually in 2019. I want to say so. I like him. Just don't really see it clicking with this Eagles offense this year. So that he he's a QB one, and he produced for me last year in the playoffs. But I don't know if he's going to match the hype. And uh, my breakout, I'll, I'll pick Justin Herbert for this. I mean, he's kind of already there. But, like, I think he'll cement himself as a top six, top five fantasy quarterback this year just off of his arm, off of all the talent he has. And he has good weapons, too. So I like Justin Herbert a lot for this year. Matt? Um, I haven't thought much about this. Do you have anyone? Uh... For my breakout, reactions to it, you guys, if you you, could, you guys can just react if you want or come with your own. Um, okay. if I were if I was gonna pick uh, a breakout, I would have picked Justin Herbert. You were thinking the same thing there. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, my breakout pick would be Joe Burrow. Mm. that's a good pick. They didn't. I know yeah. they didn't take uh, Penny. Sewell, Sewell. Penny Sewell. Thank you. I know they took a guy in the second round. Plus, he'll have Jamar Chase. I think I think he'll play pretty well, and I don't really think anyone's going to consider him a QB1. Jamar Chase is not going to bust. Nah. <laughs> uh, a sleeper could be Carson Wentz. It's hard to be worse yeah. than he was Shut last up, year. bro. I don't Shut like up. you, man. All right, moving on. Place. Moving on. <laughs> Fine. Just saying, he's with his old, his old coach. Just saying. He's going to be real good. Oh, well, not real good, but it's hard to be worse than he was last year. And Russell Wilson will be a bust. (laughs) All right. Go with running backs now. My sleeper is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think he's being ranked really low for no reason now when he has a better situation than last year. People have him as like RB6 in August last year. And that was after Damien Williams opted out. So everyone was like, oh, man, he's going to have a crazy workload and stuff. Didn't really happen. He was still pretty good, though. So they have... The Chiefs have a better offensive line now. They lost Sammy Watkins. I mean, the receiving core isn't that great outside of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey now. So, I mean, I'm thinking they didn't waste a first-rounder just not to use CEH. So, I mean, I'm thinking they use him more this year behind that better offensive line, probably more in the red zone as well. So, I, I like CEH this year. Don't really understand why people are fading him now after they were loving him in a worse situation last year. You know, it's whatever, though. My bust would have to be Joe Mixon. Just I hate, I just hate, <laughs> no, I just hate Joe Mixon. I you used that. to love him. Yeah, and then he burned me year after <laughs> Every year. Every so single year. Even if he's fantastic this year, I don't care. I don't like Joe Mixon anymore. <laughs> he's supposed to be a breakout like three years in a row. Never has. And I, I, their offensive line isn't even better this year. So, like, I don't really see why people think hey. he's going to break out now. Like, he's older. That's not good for running backs. Why, he's, he's coming off injuries. Like, 
I don't understand why he would be just all of a sudden better. So, Joe Mixon's my bust. Breakout. Share that between Cam Akers and Antonio Gibson. I think that's a dual breakout. I think they're both going to be great for the reasons I stated before. Enough said there. I have one to add to the breakouts. Uh, I would say J.K. Dobbins, he's – Mark Ingram's gone. He's a real efficient guy. I think he he's still – I mean, Gus Edwards still there, but I think yeah, that exactly. he, he's already efficient. If he gets a little more volume, I think that's all you need for a guy like that. Yeah. I, the Ravens just don't pa- – or Lamar just doesn't pass to his running backs. Yeah, but, I mean, that is a rush-first offense, though. Yeah. Yeah. I would sure. second the J.K. Dobbins pick and then the Joe Mixon being a bust. <laughs> Joe Mixon sucks every year, and everyone always has him in their top 10 to 12. Um, yeah. A, I, I'd give a sleeper uh, Damian Harris. Uh, I think he's going to catch some passes. I like, I like him this year. Like um, yeah. I mean, other sleepers, you could include Chase Edmonds, Miles Gaskin. Yeah, Chase, Chase Edmonds for sure. Miles, yep. I love Miles Gaskin. Mike too. Davis, we mentioned before. Yeah, I think. He's nice quads. Good spot to get. Nice, no. really nice. This is Michael Carter. Michael, I actually included him on my uh, rankings. I, I saw today. that. I, I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you, you, as a Jets fan, he's gonna, he'll up? be the running back one. Yeah. 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 He'll so. be running back one. It's it's a pretty good O line. It's not it's not awful as it used to be. Signed Morgan Moses. I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. Better he's than like, George fans. No, no, not by a lot though. Now, now he's we have that though. Now we have depth, though. Yeah. So, yeah, wide receivers, my sleeper would have to be, like, DJ Chark Jr. You know, he's just that contested ball receiver that Trevor Lawrence always loved in college. You know, just a deep ball threat. You know, Moss's receivers. And uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to really like him. Trevor Lawrence is also a sleeper, by the way. I honestly... That would have been a good pick for any of us. I think mm. he could have a Justin Herbert like rookie season. So I, I like T Law as well, and I like DJ Chark. I've been mentioning game flow a lot. Jaguars are gonna be throwing a lot, so <laughs> yeah. benefits Lawrence, benefits Chark, for sure. So my bust would have to be. Ooh, I've lower than most people. I, don't, I could see Justin Jefferson being a bust, honestly. You know, people have him, like, top five almost. I have him borderline top ten. Like, I just don't see him following up that rookie season super well. Honestly, I might bump Terry over him because he just has, you know, more of a workload in Washington, I think. I think Justin Jefferson might not live up to expectations this year. He didn't get a ton of targets last year. He was just like super efficient, super high catch rate. Wasn't Adam Thielen also hurt for a little bit? Yeah, that too. I mean, although I think Jefferson should lead the team in targets regardless. Yeah. I just don't think you can expect him to get 1,400 yards and 88 receptions again. I think he's going to need more targets to have an encore like that. So my breakout after that would have to be... Who do I have high? Calvin Ridley, obviously. Yeah, He's gonna that's, be, that's, yes. that's who I was going to say. He was great last year, too. I think he might have been top five. This year, I think he solidifies his position there yeah. and does it again. I think he's I mean, top five again. He's going to get the 
He's yeah. wide receiver one. Except, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's going to get the volume from Julio leaving. Yeah, only concern is can he handle being the number one That's guy. That's what I was going to say. Handling and the best I coverage. think he showed some flashes of it last year when Julio was hurt. Oh, yeah, he's a great route runner. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You didn't really see much of a dip when Julio was hurt either. So that would be my breakout. Again, kind of like Herbert, already have had big performances, big seasons. I think they just roll it over into this year and solidify it, though. What do you guys Okay, think? I... I got to give some love to Jerry Judy here. He's going to get he's going to get some guys back Cortland Sutton. Uh that offense, no fan, they're going to take a step forward. Uh and I think that he's going to be a uh just he's a great route runner. I think he's going to be a threat this year, so he's he would be my sleeper pick. Uh, I kind of like the Justin Jefferson uh take. Not because he's going to be like a worse player, but it's just hard to follow up such a good year. Yeah. Especially when it'll only be his second season. It's not like. Yeah, just don't expect too much, honestly. Yeah. Great route runner. Just like, don't put him over the already solidified guys. Like, yeah, I'm Adam thinking Tompkins. about reversing. Yeah, I'm thinking about putting McLaurin over him, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think I might switch that in my article. McLaurin had 1,000 yards last year, right? Uh, he would have been on pace if he didn't miss games, that's yeah. for sure. I, I know he missed some due to injury. Yeah. So, Not yeah. great quarterbacks, and he'll have Fitz, Fitzmagic. Yeah, Fitzmagic. Um, I, don't want, I don't know if I want to pin this guy as a bust, but I definitely have got some renewed concern for him. I'd say uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, you saw how he performed. I was just about to say injuries. the opposite, bro. <laughs> I, I, I have some concern with him, um, especially if Taysom yeah, is – at quarterback. If Taysom's so. at quarterback, I don't touch I wouldn't pin him as a bust, yes, but I would temper your expectations. Yep, but Jameis is great for He is. Seasons. I would agree He's with that. Oh, yeah. Godwin and Evans were great with Winston at quarterback. So, I mean, and Thomas is like their only good wide receiver. So. Jamie did throw 5,000 yards. He did. He did. He did go along with like 35 interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, same thing with Kamara. Just you don't know if Taysom's yeah. going to win yeah. the job. All right, finally, we got tight ends. Uh, sleeper, gonna have to have. Oh, I just thought of a good one. Irv Smith Jr., Minnesota Vikings. He's a. We mentioned some other like sleeper tight ends like Goddard, Fant. Smith is even more of a sleeper. Kyle Rudolph is gone. Smith looks like probably their third option catching the ball. Could get a lot of targets if Kirk decides to throw him the ball. He has good talent, you know, I mean, he was a second round draft pick, so he definitely deserves to have a starting job in the NFL, so I could definitely see him being a way below, or I'm sorry, way above average backup tight end at the very least, you know, you could probably start him in deeper leagues, so, you know, I could see him taking a big jump this year, bust, I would have to go with probably, probably Mark Andrews, honestly, I just don't really see it this year. I'd honestly rather take like Dallas Goddard, maybe. I, I would consider him pretty neck and neck. I just don't see too much special with his game. I think I think Bateman and Watkins will maybe take away from his targets. And obviously it's just a run first offense anyway. So I mean I would take guys like Hawkinson, Pitts. I would consider Goddard and Fant over him. So maybe even Tanya if Aaron Rodgers comes back. So I think Andrews is a little bit overrated. Finally, my breakout will be shared between Kyle Pitts and TJ Hawkinson. Mentioned them both before. I think they're both going to be studs this year. 
Um, I've already mentioned these guys, but uh, for my breakout player, I'd take Noah Fant, a talented guy. I think he's going to get healthy and take a step forward this year. He already showed some of it last year. I think he's just going to progress this year. And my sleeper, I already talked about this guy. Much love to Tyler Higbee. Um, yeah, I think he's in a great situation. I, I have been waiting for it. I think it's going to come this year. I like the Tyler Higbee pick. They lost Everett and who was the other dude? Everett. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a second guy. No tight end. Yeah. Uh, really. No, it was it was Higby and Everett, but uh, yeah, I think he's Josh, a deep Josh threat Reynolds. and uh, and run. Oh, the dude with the weird hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> kind of looks like Trey Young. <laughs> Kinda. Man, the bunny's active tonight. <laughs> so I'm having sex. <laughs> I'd watch. You did probably. <laughs> All right, that's the last segment. Honestly, so any more thoughts from you guys? Um, good luck to everyone out there this year. Uh, draft well. Uh, do your yeah. thing. Yeah. Bring home the rings. Running backs gonna be at a premium. You know, take them while you can. Yeah. That'll be my advice. Let's go. Hill sucks. Factual. Fortnite balls. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to all you listeners in your leagues. Hope hopefully get some uh, some dubs. So that just about wraps this podcast up. Check the blog out, americasports.blog. My full comprehensive rankings are coming out now. I've got some NBA content coming out too. So go check that out, please. Also, podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music, some other smaller platforms. Give a like, share follow whatever you can do always appreciated this is the instagram at american sports blog it's basically got everything you need to know about our uh our content and stuff so it's much better than matthew berry <laughs> thanks man i kind of like matthew berry I like field yates too but uh, i like field yates i don't like matthew berry i don't like matthew berry so yeah that's just about wraps up much love to you guys listening thank you peace out